Well, hello there. It's time again for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and we've got another filled show for you. Filled with what? A lot of great information, actually. Like there's a bill out there called No Surprises Act, taking away the medical bills that surprise. They come your way. We'll discuss that. We're going to find out a way to... Well, save money. Basically, inflation is impacting all of our costs, so we'll talk to an expert about that. What's the difference between mental health and mental illness? Should you diagnose yourself off of the internet? Probably not. The New York Sun is back. What? Yeah, we'll be talking about that, and it's tax filing season. All this and more will be coming up on this episode of the Florida Roundtable. It's the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in mosquito bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. I chuckled as I read the words on a church sign. Well, you've been asking me for a sign. Sign God. Have you ever said, if God would just show me a sign, if I could just see a miracle, I'd believe in him? Well, it doesn't work that way. How did Pharaoh and the Egyptians respond to all those plagues? Their hearts just got harder. And the miracles of Jesus... People witnessed a man raised from the dead, and many who saw it wanted to kill Jesus. Sadly, throughout history, we find that most people's hearts don't change even after they see a miracle. Are you waiting for some sign or miracle to give you the proof that believe in God? Evidence for God's existence is everywhere. The revelation of God is found in Scripture, and most of all, in Jesus. You have to decide if you'll be open-minded enough to open your heart to Him and believe. This is Bryant Wright speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. It's the Florida Roundtable. Did you know one in five insured Americans who have surgery or visit an emergency room get a surprise medical bill? Not a happy thing, not at all. Patients are usually billed the difference between what their insurance is going to cover and what an out-of-network provider like ambulance or pathologist or radiologist or anesthesiologist are going to charge, right? Let's talk a little bit about this with Patricia Kelmer. Hi, Patricia. Welcome to the Florida Roundtable. Thank you very much. This is a really important law. I'm glad to talk to you. Yeah. You know, it happened to me not that long ago. Boom. I, I went to CentraCare, not even an emergency room. CentraCare, they gave me an EKG. I'm okay. Thanks for asking. But um, they all of a sudden it was like, whoop, surprise. Three weeks later, got a second bill. And I was oh, okay, that that's different. And now you're telling me that this is going to get worse because of the No Surprises Act? No, the good news is the No Surprises Act is going to protect patients in the situation where they go to an emergency room 
or they're transported by an air ambulance, or they are getting treatment at their in-network hospital, they'll no longer be receiving those surprise out-of-network bills from providers that they didn't know were out-of-network, they didn't choose, um, but they were still left holding those bills. Oh, so this is actually fantastic. So the No Surprises Act is going to take that out. Oh, that is so good. It's a great first step. So Patricia Kalmer is here to explain what actually constitutes a surprise medical bill, first of all. And now explain to me how we get protected as patients. Right. So if the law works as it should, patients should not get these balance bills from those out-of-network providers. Uh, They only should be paying their regular in-network co-pays, deductibles, those kinds of things. There should be none of these surprise out-of-network bills coming to you. However, because it's a new law, we highly recommend you open every bill, you check it against your insurance company's explanation of benefits. And any bill that just seems a little too high or very strange, you should work with your insurer to see if it's one of these illegal bills. And you have rights if you did get an illegal out-of-network bill. Oh, this is sounding better than I thought. Normally, people come on and they're like, oh, we've got to pass this bill because we're getting yanked this way and it's just not right. And you're here to tell me that it's actually gone in the proper direction and saving us from out-of-network surprise medical bills from physicians and hospitals. But But what about the lawsuits? I'm sorry to burst your bubble because there's a problem. Um, The providers who've been profiting off of this kind of profiteering balance billing uh, have brought lawsuits in six different courts in the U.S., and they are trying to fight and undermine the cost-saving measures of this law. They're not willing to give up the profits they've been making on this balance billing system, and they are fighting tooth and nail. Well, that's good to hear, I think. I don't know. I'm so confused. These lawsuits that are out there, the hospitals, the physicians, they're going to be mad. They're going to be mad. They're if they, very mad. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, like I said, that surprise bill that I got, which I didn't really expect, I think it was the janitor at the center care. But uh, that's just something aside. It was like, I like to charge you for my services as well. I'm sorry that your HMO doesn't cover this. But uh, so, Patricia, tell me a little bit about yourself, won't you? Yes. So I'm the healthcare campaigns director for U.S. PERG, the public interest research group. And we're a nonprofit consumer organization. And we're working to just make sure that um, our healthcare dollars are going for the right care and the right services and that we're not overpaying. If you know, the healthcare market isn't really a regular market. We don't get prices in advance. It's very hard for us to shop around. So protections like the No Surprises Act from surprise medical bills is a really important law that we won, and we're here to make sure that it stays in effect and that these lawsuits do not succeed. Patricia, where can my listeners go for more information about this and protect themselves, you know? For more information about the campaign and these lawsuits, you can visit Stop Surprise Billing now.com. And if people have questions about their bills and think they might have an illegal bill, there's a federal phone number, 1-800-985-3059. And that's a great place to call if you want to know what your rights are or if you think maybe you've had a surprise medical bill. Well, I'm glad you turned me all around on this. I thought we were going a totally different direction about surprise medical bills, but this is awesome. No Surprise Act, No Surprises Act in Congress. A very important first step. We'll see how the lawsuits with the doctors and hospitals trying to get this bill to go away go. Patricia Kellner, thank you so much for, well, enlightening me today on the Florida Roundtable. 
Thank you, Melissa, and I hope you stay clear of any more surprise medical bills. More than 56,000 distracted driving crashes happened last year in Florida. And sadly, more than 300 people involved in those crashes never made it home. Distracted driving puts everyone on the road in danger. The text can wait, put it down, and focus on driving. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. World-class fishing, crystal blue waters, endless sunshine. There's so much about Florida's waterways to enjoy. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission encourages you to take part in the National Spring Aboard Campaign and take a boating safety course today. You can take the course in a classroom or online. Just make sure you take a course. The knowledge gained by taking a course will make you and your family and friends safer and allow you to have more fun out on the water. To learn more, visit Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor. And I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. Welcome to the Florida Roundtable. I know, I sound glib. It's tax season. It's money time. How do we save money? <laughs> in this day and age, it's got to be pretty difficult. And with that in mind, I've got the Senior Director of Public Education and Advocacy. He's right here. He works with Experian. Rod Griffin is on the line, and we are going to talk about how in the heck we save money. Hey, welcome to the Florida Roundtable, Rod. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Hey, so what advice do you got for the average Americans who need to save more money? Yeah, well, we know inflation's hitting everybody hard. And we just did a survey that said three out of four people are concerned about how they can save more money. One in four actually told us that they're worried about things like their auto insurance rates uh, or auto insurance payments and premiums and whether they should pay them or something else this month. So uh, saving money is critical. One way to do that is to use your shopping power to compare rates, and Experian has introduced a new service. We call it an Experian Auto Insurance Shopping Service that lets you compare your current policy and premium to offers from 40 top providers, insurance providers. The average savings is about $900 a year, so finding better rates for insurance can take a big chunk uh, out of your costs for the year. Uh, so. Compare those rates, I think, is a good place to start. Okay, so we compare some rates. Now, I don't want to lie about it, but prices are going through the roof, as they would say, from groceries to gasoline, and I really need to get the most out of my budget. Cutting costs, of course, is great, but I've got to find some real creative ways to save money. That was just one. And my credit score, it's flapping in the wind. I mean, it is not good. It's not pretty at all. So how does that impact everything? And I'm talking about the cost of loans, credit scores. Where does that work in, Rod? 
share. People don't realize that your credit report and your credit scores are really part of virtually every financial transaction, not just getting a loan or a mortgage or, or a, a credit card. If you're applying for a new apartment, for example, they may check your credit report. And if you have good credit scores, it might reduce the security deposit you have to make. Uh, if you're getting utilities, it might help save on the connection fees. So taking care of that credit report and making it as good as you can is critical. Uh, there are several things you can do. One, get your personal credit report, know what's in it that empowers you to, to act on it. You can do that at annualcreditreport.com once a week. Uh, if you are looking for ways to boost your credit score, you can enroll in Experian service. We call it Experian Boost. Uh, go to Experian.com slash boost, and you can add your positive cell phone payments, your positive utility payments, and even your positive streaming services uh, payments, things like Netflix and Hulu, to your credit report. They haven't been in the past, and what we're finding is when people do that, we're seeing two out of three people see score improvements of 12 points or more uh, with people who are building credit for the first time as much as 19 points. So take advantage of new services and tools that are available to really kick up that score even more. Yeah, this is very important information, and I was actually writing it down as you spoke. We're talking to Rod Griffin. He's the Senior Director of Public Education and Advocacy for Experian. You've heard of them. They're the credit report people. And a new survey is out. It says Americans are, well, not feeling great about their finances, and more than three in four Americans say they're looking for ways to save money and trim expenses from the budget. So some more quick tips for me. Comparison shopping for the best prices and rates. How do we do that? Yeah, so go to Experian.com slash save for, and compare those insurance rates. Uh, you can use other online tools and resources as well for other kinds of regular uh, reoccurring fees. Uh, if you are shopping for better, say, credit card rates, uh, there are lots of tools out there. Experian can help with that as well. Uh, another thing you might do is enroll in a monitoring service that can help you monitor that credit report, warn you if you're a potential victim of identity theft, because that can cost you money uh, and, and time. Uh, so make sure that you're taking care of that credit report and know what's in it. Uh, so really crucial there. And it's Financial Literacy Month, so learning more is important. And one of the ways you can do that is if you're not sure what to do, ask for help. There are great nonprofit credit counseling services that can help you look at your budget, that B word that everybody loves, mm. and make sure that you're spending money in ways that make sense, that you're saving where you can. Uh, so the NFCC.org, National Foundation for Credit Counseling, is a great place to start. Uh, but get help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. We're talking with Rod Griffin about the deal, about inflation, about saving money. And, you know, you mentioned starting out about car insurance. Mine actually went down and they came out with this big, your insurance has gone down $22. A well, guess what? $22 a month actually adds up a little bit. So uh, that's already happening without me even having to look for it. But other people's auto insurance companies, that recurring bill refinance, is that what you're saying? Look for somebody else? As a consumer, you have buying power, uh, and they want your business. So if you're using Experian's auto insurance uh, shopping service and go to Experian.com save, we can help you find better rates. Uh, and we're going to compare your current policy with apples to apples. Uh, you're not going to get an offer for something that sounds great but doesn't offer the same coverage or, or better. So make sure that you're comparing apples to apples when you're looking at different offers as well. You want to make sure that if you do have an unfortunate incident that your coverage is still there uh, and that you're, you're not uh, getting less coverage. 
Um, there are other things you might do. You might consider taking a higher premium, uh, or pardon me, a higher um, um, deductible. So you pay more if there's an, an instance that you need to. Uh, that can help reduce your premium, but you have to be prepared to do that. Uh, so you know, the things you can work with, look for discounts. If you have children uh, and teenagers who are driving, tell them to get good grades. They can get discounts for that. You might get multi-car discounts. So talk to your insurance providers about the discounts they might offer as well. What are the resources that are available to us Americans here to help improve our overall financial health? Lots of great free financial education resources. Uh, learn about your credit report. Don't be afraid to check it. I tell, you know, people are always telling me they're worried about what will be there, but once you know what's there, you can act on it. Uh, so you can go to Experian.com. Uh, or you can go to our app and enroll. If you don't have a credit report, if you're what we call credit invisible, we can help you create a credit report so that uh, you are able then to access more traditional financial services at lower costs and better rates. So just having a credit report and establishing it can be a powerful tool in saving money. Uh, so download our app. If you don't have a credit report, we'll help you create one through something we call Experian Go. Uh, you can learn more there about, about that at Experian.com slash go. Uh, but make sure you're using the financial tools that are out there to empower you. I think that's a great idea. April is Financial Literacy Month, as you said. Go to Experian.com for more information. Rod Griffin, thank you so much for enlightening us and helping us to save money in these trying times on the Florida Roundtable. Hey, thank you. It's the Florida Roundtable, and while the world becomes increasingly populated with bad news, it's no doubt that living through major world events has had a negative impact on our collective mental health. But while prioritizing the mental health and well-being has increased, the distinction between mental health and mental illness has become blurred, especially for children. They look on TikTok to try and diagnose themselves and that's just not a good thing. We've got Dr. Monica Barreto with us, a licensed psychologist at Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children at Orlando Health. And what about that? Social media, huh? It's uh, it's not the place to be diagnosing oneself, is it? It has been a double-edged sword in the fact that we are seeing a lot more use of it to connect, but also disconnect and leading to some anxiety and depression in our youth, and I would say even adults. Wow. So social media, with all of the immediacy of world events, as tragic as something can be in a teeny little corner of the world. It's right there on our Facebook page or whatever social media, right in our face, literally. And I think it's too much. You do as well. It has been a lot, and also that we can't control what teens or youth are seeing in the social media. So oh, yeah. oftentimes that can be um, assumed, which can lead to a lot of anxiety and kind of really helping parents help teens learn how to cross-check this information that they're seeing or at least be, to be able to talk about to adults if they are feeling worried or not sure what they're reading. Sure, sure. And, you know, with, we've always talked about in the past cyberbullying and things like that. And then there's uh, the body shaming. Social media is, it really is not a healthy place all the time. And if you can't see what your kids are looking at, you have no idea how they're being literally influenced. But the important thing is, at least for our conversation, Dr. Pareto, is that these kids are diagnosing themselves about conditions that they may or may not have and then acting accordingly. That is a big problem. Yes, and sometimes what I've been seeing is also kind of accepting these diagnoses without knowing why, you know, anxiety and depression. We, we all do experience it here and there in different parts of our lives. But there is things that we can help and support. We've, I've had work with some teens where, like, well, I have depression or anxiety, so I can't do these things. And that's, I think that's kind of where we're hitting the wall. It's good that we're talking about it, but we also need to be able to 
get the help when we need it versus just kind of putting a label on ourselves and, and kind of letting that bring us down. What's the difference between mental health and mental illness? Yeah, that's a great question that I've been asked a lot. And if it's a little bit similar, we can parallel it to our physical health and physical illness. You know, our mental health, we all have it, making sure we take care of ourselves, um, self-care, making sure we let out these big emotions that we naturally experience. When we shift into the mental illness piece of it, that's kind of when, let's say, anxiety or depression has kind of taken the wheel of our lives. It's getting in the way of our day-to-day functioning. Right. That is the difference, kids and adults, too. I know, like you said, uh, Dr. Barreto, that nowadays people are more open about their mental health. Maybe maybe some people are diagnosing that actually should be going to the psychologist or psychiatrist or at least speaking to somebody in that field. And then there are others who are perhaps using these self-diagnoses as excuses or reasons to behave the way that they are. And it's not necessarily based in medicine, if you will. Now, you are a licensed psychologist at Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children. What do you see in pediatric patients as of late? As of right now, I would say that a lot of what I'm seeing within the hospital is a lot of anxiety. Um, And a lot of it all has worsened since the pandemic. And overall, if you think about the last couple of years, teens have had a lot less control of their environment. They've also done less things being with their friends in their school. And that structure has led to a lot of uncertainty, which feeds into the anxiety that we naturally feel. So when I see a lot of kids out there being labeled as autistic, I should not just assume that they've actually gone to the, the medical professionals and gotten that diagnosis. I might have to actually ask, are you just making up for bad behavior. I mean, I'm just trying to figure it all out because I do see a lot of, like you said, diagnosing off the web. And I think it's going to be a, a big problem very soon if it isn't already. Yes, and I think that's a, that's, a, that's a bigger one than when we think about just depression and anxiety because we all naturally experience some anxiety and sadness throughout our even day-to-day, I would say. Um, a lot of being in the hospital, we do see a lot of families who come to confirm some of those big diagnoses like autism and that you does need a full evaluation from a specialist to be able to say that or physicians who specialize in those types of diagnoses. So the key thing, whether it's we're looking for autism um, or anxiety or depression, it's important to know what's going on because once we know what's going on, we can then provide the treatment or the support that families need. Thank you so much for enlightening us today and for making sure that people don't, uh, well, diagnose themselves off of WebMD and TikTok and those other social media platforms. Yeah, thank you for having me. You got it. Don't be a stranger. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable. More coming up. And if you ever have a suggestion for a guest, melissafox at gmail.com. That's two X's in Fox. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Times have changed, and so have the needs of nursing center residents. These needs are far more complex than when staffing requirements were last updated decades ago. Loved ones in nursing centers need more specialized care, like mental health counseling, physical therapy, and more. Legislators passed a bill to modernize staffing requirements, letting specialized caregivers work with nursing center staff. Encourage Governor DeSantis to sign HB 1239 so our vulnerable seniors can get the care that they need and deserve. Sponsored by the Florida Healthcare Association. 
Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. You're listening to Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. And this is the Florida Roundtable. We'll be right back. Stay right there. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion or your race or because you have children or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, file a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing or call 1-800-669-9777, 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. It's the Florida Roundtable, and occasionally we travel back in time. Let's go back to mm, 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 1833. Wow, that's a long time ago. The New York Sun was founded then, and it really became a great newspaper. Herald is one of the most influential American newspapers. 
sold for a penny, and then it went away. Night Typhoon here. Hi, how are you? David. I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I want to understand what the motivation, aside from one of the best newspapers, what the motivation behind you to get the New York Sun back online. How is that? Look, it's no secret that uh, despite the plethora of newspapers and news websites that exist, in the world and in the country today, journalism in general is really in a crisis. You have a situation today where trust in newspapers has ebbed to historic lows. It's less than half what it was in 1972 when scorekeeping began. Um, recent studies have shown you know, 90,000 people in 45 different countries that the United States States ranked last in media trust. 54% of Americans believe that journalists are deliberately trying to mislead them. There was a crisis where the most fundamental sort of catch-all, um, you know, uh, 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 safety net, if you will, of American democracy has lost the trust of the American public. So there could not be a better time to bring back a newspaper that shines for all, that has 200 years of history advocating for the American public has, you know, those Pulitzer Prizes, a history of putting the people first over politics, over over party. And, uh, you know, as you say, uh, I'd say this is really the newspaper for this very moment. There couldn't be a better time for the New York Sun to return. Oh, I, I kind of agree with you here. You know, I mentioned that it ceased publication back in 1950. There was a revival in early uh, 2000s, but uh, when it competed with the New York Times, which has its own share of, you know, I, I don't know if I could really use the word journalism, but um, I, what I've noticed and what you were saying also, David, is that the idea behind journalism isn't there anymore. It's now analyzm. Let's analysis. Let's do this. Let's analyze it. Let's insert ourselves into the news. Let's put it out there so that the bad man is orange and bad. He's a bad man. And anybody else is a good person. Instead of just reporting the news like Walter Cronkite did back in the day. You know, and you're bringing that back. True journalism for us with the New York Sun. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's interesting that you mentioned the New York Times, which sort of holds itself up as, you know, the, the paragon of journalism. You know, it famously declares on its masthead all the news that's fit to print. Mm. But a lot of people uh, feel, I believe, that the New York Times has really abdicated the most basic journalistic uh, principles and responsibilities. So, you know, if the first priority of a newspaper is to serve as an advocate for the people, to uh, hold the power to account on behalf of the public, you know, there were many times when it seemed like other newspapers of record See their role as policing the power, on behalf, sorry, policing the people on behalf of the power and the ideologies that they favor. So not only are they not serving the role that they should serve, but they're serving really the opposite function. You know, so it's really is a time to bring back a journalism for the people and publication that that shines for all and that really puts the interests of the American public front and center. Um, and understands that its first loyalty is to its readers and to its constituents and not to a particular political agenda. The New York Sun is a paper of principle, and it always places principle over party, over partisanship, over over individual personalities. So it's a unique paper in that sense, and the newspaper that's also 
uniquely built for this particular moment in time and the challenges that journalism is facing. Now, I am talking right now with Dovid Ifoon. He is the publisher and the chairman of the historic New York Sun newspaper. Now, you may not know this because you didn't do any research on me that I would expect you to do, but I actually come from a newspaper family. My dad was uh, owner and editor of a small island publication called the uh, Enquirer and Mirror from Nantucket Island. It's actually the largest newspaper in the country still, but that's if you hold your arms out side to side with the paper in it. It's not that big, but the, yeah, you see, and I did I all, that. yeah, I know it's the biggest papers, you know, in length, <clears throat> but we also called it the 615, which means six days to make 15 minutes to read. Now with that in mind, could you describe the typical content of your paper, the rejuvenated New York Sun? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the New York Sun has, you know, a unique and very particular perspective. I mean, Yes, does that focus on 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 principles, but that doesn't mean that it's a newspaper that does not have a perspective. It's not a vanilla uh, newspaper. It's not a newspaper that sort of doesn't have a a view of the world. I think it was best put by um, you know one of one of our founders um, a number a number of years ago um, in actually 1950 in the last editorial that was published in in, in 1950. Um, that you know, when when the when the sun closed at that time, you know, it's a paper that favors um, the individual liberties, the the rights of states, um, sound money, um, the equality before the law. Uh, it's fought, fought against populism and socialism and government extravagance. So it's a paper, and it's a paper that really has a lot of appreciation and understanding for. Core American values, constitutional values, constitutional moments, those questions in our day-to-day lives that, you know, in the day-to-day uh, progression of news that really impact, you know, our heart and soul as a country and the future of our democracy. So in that sense, you know, it's a unique, very consequential newspaper. It's a newspaper that's covering things that, that matter, that make a difference, that are of interest and important to individuals, to their families, and to their communities and the future of our country. So, as we were saying throughout this interview, a lot of sources of news are definitely under scrutiny right now. Um, Accuracy in reporting, it's very sketchy. A lot of times it doesn't seem like a reporter's reporting, but rather injecting or inserting themselves into the story with the little comments afterwards instead of just reporting the news. How are you going to stay away from doing that and give us the real news? I think what's really important um, in terms of how journalism is constructed, um, really like like building anything of quality, is in you know who are the artisans and the and and the and the, uh, the, the, the 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 people who are constructing um, your product. So you know the New York Sun has a particular focus on hiring the very best and the very brightest. Our editor Seth Lipsky spent over 20 years at the Wall Street Journal. He's one of the uh, icons in the industry. Um, we have, we in, when we relaunched The Sun this time, we interviewed somewhere around 300 people and selected the very best and brightest from among them. We know that the strength of any newspaper is measured not in market cap or cash on hand, but in the hearts and minds of its editors and journalists. And just like, you know, any service provider, whether it's your doctor or your lawyer or your accountant or whatnot, 
you want to work with people who you trust, who have history, who have experience, who have knowledge of their craft. And, you know, that's what we've put a special focus on in building the staff, the editors, the journalists, and those that will deliver the news to, to our public, to our constituents, to our readers in a way that can add, you know, real value and context and really improve and educate, you know, our audience and our readers in a way that adds value to their lives on a daily basis. I am talking to New York Sun Reviver, the publisher and now the chairman, Dovid Efoun. And I need to know, where can we get the New York Sun? Is there a website you can share for us? Of course, of course. That's the main place you can get it, and that's nysun.com. Pretty easy to get to, www.nysun.com. And uh, you'll be greeted by our new upgraded web design and uh, the headlines of the day. You'll immediately get a sense of our unique perspective and offering. And you'll be asked to enter your email. There's a little pop-up over there. I certainly encourage everybody to do so. And you can start to receive the New York Sun at no cost twice daily to your inbox. You'll get the morning sun in the morning, the evening sun in the evening, and then the weekend sun on weekends. And uh, once you get a sense and a bit of a flavor for what it's about, you know, we encourage everybody to consider becoming a subscriber and getting all of the access at 12, starting at just 12 bucks a month. You'll be uh, a full access reader with uh, the opportunity to engage with everything that we have to offer on our platform. And then there are a couple of other membership options as well. That's www.nysound.com. Check it out today. I think we will. I know I'm going to sign up for these and emails for sure because I like a uh, a very good and uh, well written well written newspaper. Honestly, I want to hear just the facts, please, without all the interjections and thoughts and such. And I'm not going to insinuate myself into the story this time. So, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, David. It has been awesome having you, David Afoon. He is the new guy on the block, but not necessarily. But he's bringing back a paper that has. Man, historically, it's an awesome paper, and it's going to be awesome again. N-Y-S-U-N, that's NewYorkSun.com. David, thank you so much for what you're doing and for telling us about it on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be with you. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life happens. Getting married, moving, new baby, loss of health insurance. If you had a life-changing event, you may qualify for a special enrollment period in the health insurance marketplace. Visit healthcare.gov and see if you qualify. Need help? A navigate from Covering Florida can help you through the process and find the best plan for you and your family. Visit CoveringFlorida.org or call 1-877-813-9115 to make an appointment. Assistance is always free and confidential. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialist in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and 
herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand. And online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. It only took a couple of minutes, and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. The Florida Roundtable, and with only a couple of weeks left, not even, until the tax deadline. Yeah, it's April 18th because of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Taxpayers, you have enough time to take your tax return seriously. And if you're at the risk of missing a deadline, there's some misinformation out there. We're going to get this all cleared up for you. We've got Mark Stebber. He's the Chief Tax Information Officer at Jackson Hewitt. Welcome to the show. How are you, Mark? Thank you. Wonderful. It's a very exciting time for Americans. It's the final part of the tax season, so uh, a lot going on for a lot of people. It's good that you can be excited about tax season. Most people are like, oh, my goodness, April 15th is coming. And then they freak out, and then they call their tax person, who's overwhelmed at this point with piles of other people's tax information. So what advice do you have for someone not like me? I took care of business but people who still need to file and pay their federal taxes for 2021. Well, there's good news and there's not good news. First, the good news, the IRS is humming along, doing very well. They're issuing refunds. Three out of four people are getting them this year. Just like last year, refunds are both up in volume and refunds are up in size. So less people uh, having to pay, but that's still not everybody. Uh, On the bad news, there's only a few days left, and you don't want to miss that deadline for two reasons. One, if you're due money, heck, go get your money. And more importantly, if you owe, there are some pretty teethy uh, penalties and interest for failing to comply with the U.S. tax law. And you want to run afoul of those either because the IRS, uh, they're good people over there, but they're good at their job, and that's (laughs) finding the money you owe and usually a nice big giant penalty or interest on top of that. So it's time to get serious if you're one of those 70 or 80 million people who wait to the last minute. And Yes, it's that large. Uh, time to get your plan, time to find your resource, time to find those documents, time to find last year's stuff and get that done. So I was one of those folks back in the day. I used to live in Pittsburgh, and we had lines uh, a miles long. Stroke of midnight's coming. The post office is outside with their players collecting, you know, people's forms from the windows of cars. Let's not let that happen here in Florida, please. So uh, with that in mind, is there a benefit to a taxpayer for getting an extension, for filing an extension? And what happens? What do they need to know if they do file an extension? Yeah, the tax extension is something kind of like extending the tax season that we've seen the last couple of years. Sounds good, looks good. Heck, even the form is titled the Automatic Extension of Time to File. Gives you six months, so it's got a lot of sexy talk and words around it, but it's really a terrible idea for most Americans for a couple of three reasons. One, three out of four people are getting a refund this year and every year. So if you extend your tax return and you're getting a refund, you're just extending time to get that money. That doesn't make any sense. And if you're one of those out of four that 
do owe money, you don't get an extension of time to pay. It's an extension of time, as the form says, to file your paperwork. you got to pay that money if you owe money up front, or you'll have an invalid extension and penalties and interest. Yeah. And with that, you kind of have to go and do a whole tax return to find out what that number is, unless you just want to write a big old check and you know give more money away. So it's really not that good a thing for most Americans, and there's very few really good reasons. If you do money, get your money and file your return. If you owe money, you got to pay up front anyway and then do the paperwork later. Probably get two sets of fees, one for the refund for the extension and one for the tax return. So extensions, very misunderstood animal, very misunderstood you know, practice and procedure, and, and not very good for most people. Wow. We're talking with Jackson Hewitt's Chief Tax Information Officer, Mark Steber, and he is giving us some advice for the last-minute filers out there. So there's really a big difference by filing an extension or paying. Yeah, two separate things, my friends. And installment agreements, um, that's kind of how I do. I do a quarterly thing because of the way my money works, and it kind of beats the cost of my taxes down a little bit instead of paying by the year. But um, what other options are available to folks who can't pay their tax bill on time? Well, there's two things to keep in mind that are very important. First, the penalties for taxpayers who fail to meet the deadline, they're really two big ones of the many that are out there. There's a failure-to-file penalty, and there's a failure-to-pay penalty. And the IRS sees those as separate things in the way they administer the law. So if you find yourself in straits and you don't think you can pay and you don't have any money, and we'll talk about IRS uh, funding programs and installment agreements, which are different than estimated payments, quarterly estimates, but you can file your extension and you can file your tax return and not even pay the money that you owe, and you avoid the late filing penalty. And that's about 10 times as big as the late payment penalty. Uh, because the IRS then has you on record, so they kind of give you a break on that front. So you can file and not pay and cut your penalty by a big, big chunk. Now, on the other hand, if you can't pay, if you just don't have the cash, if you don't have a credit card available, if you don't have any savings to borrow from, you can still generally borrow on a program from a tax pro. They have lots of payment plans that are available. It's pretty high interest rate, not all that good for most Americans. But the IRS, in their you know generosity, they also have an installment payment plan that's pretty easy to qualify for. You can do it online. You can do it with your pro. You can do it yourself. The interest rates are very, very low because they're tied to the federal rate. So if you think you can't pay and you don't have any money to pay and you don't have any credit, you can always finance with the IRS at a pretty low rate and a pretty low fee, and then you're in compliance because if you wait and you just think, I'll get to it later, the fees, the penalties, the interest, and the tax when it comes due later on, when you finally get around to it, is going to be much more than if you do one of these online payment programs with the IRS or with a tax company. And so there's really no good reason to extend. There's no good reason to miss the deadline. Even if you don't have money and you think you can't pay, you still generally have options. But if you just put it off, those penalties, which average about 25% for late filing and 25% for late payment, those add up very quickly to be even larger than the tax penalty or the taxes that you're going to owe and the fees if you were to set one of these up. So most of the stuff we clean up at Jackson Hewitt, there are people who have self-inflicted problems that they should have got after it earlier on, not missed the deadline, and simply executed. Even if you don't have money, you still have options, and missing the deadline is not one of them. Yeah, don't do that. Now, here's something weird. Last year, I filed my taxes early, like I said, and then I got this errant piece of paper that came in, and I need to make some amends to my return from last year. 
Uh, how do I do that, Mark? Yeah, the, the law is very, very favorable in allowing people to correct mistakes for a lot of reasons. There's so much information out there. Many people have multiple jobs. They have side gigs, self-employment, cryptocurrency, retirements from a dozen accounts. People can miss things. And, and so the ability to amend a tax return is very simple today. You file a 1040X. You can file it yourself. You can file it by paper. You can file it electronically. A pro can help you with it. And basically, it's a very simple process. You put what in one column you had on your tax return. The second column, you put the difference or the change with a little explanation at the bottom. And then the third column is what it should look like. And if you owe more money, you write a check. In many cases, if you do more money, because you don't just leave stuff off that you owe, many people overlook and don't take a deduction or a credit or a benefit. You can add those on and get another refund check as well. So an amended return has a couple of benefits. One, you can send more money in if you left off a W-2, and, and that's good if you owe it because the IRS will find it. And on the other hand, if you listen to a program like this, or you're talking with a friend or you're watching a, a show on TV and they talk about the earned income tax credit where one out of five people leave that off their tax return each year, and you think, wow, that, that might be me. You ask a pro and they say, yeah. Then you'll file an amended return. You'll add that credit on there. You'll get a refund check in about eight weeks. It's a, a pretty easy system. Now, that's the good news. The bad news that goes with the good news is the IRS also has up to three years to look at your stuff and say, hey, you're missing something. And when they come ask, it's not like your tax pro asking, hey, let's put this on there and get you more money. When the IRS letters arrive in the mail, they usually have an assessment. They usually say you owe some tax, generally you owe some penalties, and generally you owe some interest. So, so don't leave off those income items. That's a bigger pain. And if you think you've left off a benefit item, a credit, a deduction, a, you know, something that might lower your taxes in a prior year, going back for three, you can add those on too and get you some more money back from the IRS. Wow, Mark Stebbers helping us out here. He's also laying it out for you. If you thought you were going to be, you know, filing an extension and that was going to save the world, yeah, a filing of an extension is one thing, but uh, paying your taxes quite a different thing. Is uh, is there somewhere we can go and learn more information or hire a tax pro, Mark? Absolutely. Uh, there's plenty of good, competent tax people out there. Some bad guys pop up, so be vigilant at this time of the year. But I always like to tell people the IRS website's great, irs.gov, a lot of information there. sad part of that, it's in a lot of tax speak and IRS speak. Mm. Easier website's jacksonhewitt.com, and where you have videos for me explaining tax issues. We have checklists of what to do to get started, tax tips on how to lower your taxes or manage your taxes or do a tax mid-year checkup. Easiest, though, you just put your zip code in the little box on the screen. Up pops a map with offices near you. You can walk right in today and get your taxes done. You can click on the link and make an appointment for a time that's convenient for you and go in in the evening or in the morning or whenever. Or you can make an appointment to go drop off your envelope and just have your taxes virtually prepared with a person who will call you or Zoom call you or Facebook you and uh, do your taxes virtually. So a lot of options. They all start with jacksonhewitt.com and you can get your taxes done today. That is awesome. Chief Tax Information Officer with the last-minute tax advice. That was Mark Stebber. Thank you so much for joining us today, and good luck, folks, on filing your taxes and getting everything taken care of. Thanks, Mark. We appreciate you. Great day, Melissa. Talk to you soon. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. 
Adorance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro count on it. Visit Toro.com slash zero turn to find yours. Shortness of breath. Patients confused. Temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready. Let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov slash sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at FNNOnline.net.